360Ed TV is brought to you by Rice Studios and Agility. I remember when I was teaching primary school, one of the banes of my life, um, my students' life, and the parents of my students was how to best get students to engage around some of the basic numeracy skills, multiplication, subtraction, and doing it in a way which is actually engaging. Rope's really difficult to keep kids coming back to. So um, the CEO of Life is Yellow, Suru Wanasinga, has come up with a really interesting mobile app which gamifies that whole struggle, I guess. So instead of having to get students, pupils to engage around tables. Uh, this is a, a really uh, fun shop metaphor where students are engaging around selling and buying um, goods for a shop. Kind of like a lemonade stand for those who remember it on the old apples years ago. Really nicely uh, done up, beautiful app, really fun and looking at uh, the usage by the students and the parents, interestingly enough, has been really uh, a strong vote of confidence in the quality of the app and its potential usage. So, life is yellow. Terry, welcome to 360Ed TV. Thank you for having me. Can you tell me a little bit about life is yellow? Yeah, yeah. Um, can I tell you the story from the beginning maybe? And maybe yeah. that'll give you a bit of context, I think, before I talk about the product Please too do. much. Um, in November of last year, there was a primary school teacher who actually invited me over to a classroom just to observe. And one of the challenges that she kind of uh, faced me with was this problem that actually most classrooms across Australia, the United States and most of the Western world actually face today. And it's this idea of kids falling behind year after year after year. Mm. Uh, you mentioned actually that you used to be a, a primary school teacher. So, I did. So you, you've, and, and I, I mentioned this idea of a wide spectrum of kids and it's something that actually begins in kindergarten and year one. And by the time you get to about fourth grade, I think it's something like 75% of the kids in that class are actually performing below grade level. Um, and what I wanted to do was see whether we can design an experience when it comes to number sense and number fluency. So the simple mechanics of addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. Can we design an experience that will get these kids to practice that basic, those basic operations a hell of a lot more than they're currently okay with? You know, we're currently, you might have remembered when, when you were in high school, I said, or in, in primary school, and I certainly remember when I was in primary school, worksheets is what we used to try to practice mathematics. And the, I was scratching on a rock when I was in high school. So. <laughs> Things have moved a little bit further since then. And um, in the past 10 years, the most that we've done with worksheets is to simply digitize it, right? So if you look at Mathletics, in America there's Splash Math and IXL, these are huge companies. The most that we've done with worksheets is to digitize it and gamify it to try to make it a little bit more sticky. But So what's different? Exactly. Yeah. I think, I believe that we can do that process five times better, ten times better, and the medium that will help us do that better, that practice better, is video games. Video games is an extraordinarily sticky, extraordinarily sticky medium. And when you give a child a video game experience, unlike an educational experience, they actually stick with it for a significantly longer period of time, and it's an opportunity for us to present a lot more content. So what I actually did was I designed a game on, on iPad where the kid manages a takeaway shop, 
serving bread and tomato soup to this never-ending line of hungry cats. That's the, the, the basic premise of the game. And as the kid manages this takeaway shop, they don't realize it, but they're actually doing a hell of a lot of simple addition because you have to get paid for every delivery that, yep. you, that you send through. So we turned what was a 15-minute boring worksheet math session into an hour-long gaming session where they did five times or ten times as many math questions as they used to do in the classroom. Sneaky way so, of bringing Rose into it. Well, well yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you know what's, what's really funny is that running a takeaway shop is mathematics and real practice oh, in the real world. absolutely it is. You know, when you really think about it, the worksheet is a very abstract way to represent mathematics. And um, it's just that in this day and age, we can now do things like that. We can now design experiences that, that captures that. So, so Sarah, tell me about the impact of Educrate. How did you come across the program? Mm -hmm. How were you introduced to it? Yep. Um, and how has it impacted on the business so far? Yeah, sure. Um, I came across Edugrowth through one of my mentors. So I sat down with him about maybe eight months ago and I was telling him about this mm. new product that I was kind of in the very early stages of and I told him about the teacher that I had met. And um, at that point I already had a very basic prototype that I was sharing with him. And he says to me, he's an investor, he's been, he's, he's been an investor in education technology for a while. And he said, you know, this is the kind of product that might actually be really perfect for this EduGrowth Accelerator. You should apply. Um, and at the time, I actually said to him, it might be a bit too early. I've only got a very basic prototype. I haven't done a whole lot of testing. Um, do, you think, do you think it's the right timing? He says, no, 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 you've got the right background. The product is great. I think you should approach them. So that's how I actually came across EduGrowth. Uh, and we joined, I joined, well, I applied in about November and we got in in about February. Uh, over the course of the six months, I think, um, what, one of the biggest things that EduGrowth has, has, has done for Life is Yellow, and for me personally, I guess, is to really broaden my network. Mm -hmm. So um, EduGrowth is connected to a, a very large number of um, people in the education space that Absolutely. I would have otherwise had a lot of trouble yeah. getting in contact with. Um, and because of the way that the education sector resonates with Edugrowth's mission of trying to create this central hub where everyone's connected and we can all kind of learn from each other and grow with each other. Um, that really is a huge, a, a huge support feature for a startup like Life is Yellow where we kind of, we, it's a grassroots movement. Every startup is a grassroots movement, so we get to supercharge that. What I like about Edugrowth is the fact that we're able to fertilize lots of different ideas. Yes. When you see the way in which Large companies like Wiley, Jacaranda, yep. Pearson continue yep. to acquire companies. Yep. It a leaves space for new startups to come in. Yes. But you have to have an environment within which those startups yeah, can thrive. Right. Yeah, that's and right. And I think that's really what I'm seeing with education. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's been extraordinarily beneficial. And now I'm seeing, you know, this community start to build itself around edge growth. You know, we've got a, a Slack that is a Slack channel that is specifically for new mm. members and, and you start to see these conversations kind of sprouting from the ground from teachers who want to be entrepreneurs, uh, CEOs of education companies that want to help these teachers and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of momentum now. Mr. thank you for your time. I know you're about to get up and yeah. uh, present shortly, so uh, yes. good luck and thank it's you. absolutely been uh, engaging. Thank, thank you. Sir. Thank you for having me. Cheers.